0: And we've come sort of to the second half of the year, and we're realizing that hey, firm foundation is not just you know knowing your Bible and then you know uh, intellectually having the correct understanding of God or coming to church. Firm foundation is actually needs to actually needs to be lived out in our lives. It needs to be grounded in. Action. In fact, uh, I read a lot of books while I was away. My favorite book was by Miroslav Volf, uh, Life Worth Living. If you ever get a chance to read it, it's fantastic. But he's got this one quote in that book um, from a first century rabbi. And, uh, and this rabbi says, For one whose deeds, good deeds exceeds his wisdom. That means if your good deeds are greater than your wisdom, your wisdom endures. But if your wisdom exceeds your good deeds, that means you're like, I'm so wise. I know somebody. I know more than Ian. I know more than James, whatever. I'm so wise, right? That it exceeds your good deeds, then wisdom tends to not endure. He tells, he gives an example of a tree with many branches that has no roots. And so then when the wind comes, That tree falls over as if the branches are all the things that you know, all the wisdom, right? And then if you are a tree with maybe few branches, very little showing, but you have many, many roots, even if the wind blows, that tree doesn't get dislodged. And what I found so crazy about that is because we tend to think about wisdom as the roots we tend to think oh these are the things i really know in my life it's deep in my heart and we think tend to think of it as the roots but this rabbi goes it's the other way around that actually the roots are your actions and even if the wind blows they can't take away the things that you've already done you you've already done them the roots Are the action and then the tree, the branches, is the wisdom, which to me was like, man, this is mind blowing. It turns out Jesus said the same thing. And when it came time for Jesus to give his parable about action and wisdom, he would say, the foolish person only listens but doesn't do anything. And the wise person is the one who takes action that hears and obeys. Obedience requires action. Our faith requires action. In fact, if you listen to the words of Jesus, you it literally our obedience Becomes those roots, that anchoring in on the firm foundation of the rock. That's what it is. And so we can't build a firm foundation if you're not going to put some part of your faith in action, if you're not going to actually take the things that God says. And put it into your life, and today we have the privilege of having Bishop Cheeto come up to speak with us. I've known Bishop and uh, Pastora Rachel for about like, maybe 10 years. He was saying that he met me in my 30s, which is when I had hair, um, you know, and Bishop, you may not know this, but he's called Bishop because he oversees hundreds of, several hundreds of church. 300 churches in the Philippines and they've got uh, branches around the world now and his story, I don't know how much he'll share of his personal story but you know, um, Pastor Flora, Rachel and him were in the US and they got called back to the Philippines and they planted this small church in Pinabuhatan which is where we uh, do our medical mission in in Pasig because of their desire to sow back into the place where they were born for the kingdom of god and god has seen that work grow and grow it's become this they've got an orphanage that they run there there's a school now that they run there uh, and multiple churches and they've actually been helping us and supporting us in our medical mission for like it's coming up to 10 years now so would you please join me in welcoming bishop Cheeto <laughs> up as he speaks to us anointed man of God
1: good morning everyone it's a beautiful rainy Melbourne morning amen can you uh, tell your neighbor look at your neighbor tell your neighbor you are more beautiful than the morning Amen. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit. May your anointing come. Yes, Lord, let the logos be a rhema today in our hearts, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Today, uh, uh, in connection to your, uh, to your theme for, uh, for the next few weeks, Uh, I didn't know about it, but so it must be the Lord. So my title, the title is Go and Make Disciples. Amen? So uh, let us come to the word, Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, The Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all things that I have commanded you. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Hallelujah. The Great Commission is the instruction of the Lord Jesus Christ to all of his disciples throughout. The ages before his ascension to heaven. This is our assignment and every believer's calling. Can you hold the shoulder of your neighbor? Tell your neighbor, you have an assignment and a calling. Don't you forget it. Matthew 28 verse 18 says Jesus came to them and said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Did you know that the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ has been also been given by him to every child of God? Amen. If you are a child of God, please raise up your hand. If you did not raise up your hand, I wonder whose child you are. (laughs) In Luke 4, verse 18, this is a prophecy of Isaiah for the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus basically claimed claimed it on that day in Nazareth 2,000 years ago. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord's favor. I declare and decree 2024 the year of of the Lord's favor for FGA for every family here every business every employment 2024 the year of the Lord's favor amen hallelujah and for everyone that has that has yielded their lives to God i believe 2024 hallelujah we will be seeing a mighty move of God in every aspect of our lives. Amen. In spite of what's happening in the world. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, the enemy is just pouring out darkness. He will be. The Lord will be raising up a standard. The Lord will be raising up a standard, and you are that standard. Do you believe it? The Holy Spirit in you will rise up in this season. Amen. When we receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the same Spirit that was upon the Lord Jesus Christ is the same Spirit that dwells inside of us. Amen? In 1 Corinthians 3.16, it says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells inside of you? Amen? So therefore, the anointing to preach the gospel... To the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set liberty for those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord's favor is upon every believer that yields himself to God's purposes in advancing his kingdom. Are you ready to advance the kingdom of God? I said, are you ready to advance the kingdom of God? I think there's only about 20 people here that want to advance. Are you ready to advance the kingdom of God? Amen. But again, before we advance the kingdom of God, we must remember that you have the authority of Christ in you. Amen. Luke 10 verse 19, it says, Behold, I give you authority. Can you say authority? Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, you have authority, baby. To trample on serpents and scorpions, demonic spirits over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit in you when you are on fire for God, when you have received the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, you have authority against the devil. Amen. Luke 9 verse 1 and 2 says, Then he called his disciples together and gave them power. Can you say power? Come on, put some power in that power. Can you say power? Hallelujah. And authority over all demon, all demon, some demons, some demons, all demons. Amen. They will speak with new oh, sorry, with all demons to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Do you see any anything here that it says about the apostles? prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are the ones to do it? No. Every believer. Amen. Are you believers here? Are we believers here? We all have authority. Amen. Hallelujah. Mark 16, verse 17 to 18, and the signs will follow those who believe. Signs and wonders should follow you if you are a believer. Is anyone a believer here? I said signs and wonders should follow you if you are a believer. Amen? Don't follow signs and wonders. Let signs and wonders follow you. Amen? You know, you have a lot of believers like this. Oh, there's a miracle over there. Let's go over there. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you keep on doing that, it's not going to happen for you. Because The Lord calls you. Amen. The Lord has given us authority. Amen. For signs and wonders and miracles to follow the preaching of the gospel. Amen. Amen. And in my name. In whose name? In whose name? In the name of Jesus. You know, it's so sad. You know, you you get a lot of believers today. They speak the name of Jesus as if it's a magic word. Oh, in Jesus' name, but nothing happens. Nothing happens. Why? I give you a very good example in Scripture. The seven sons of Siva. This person who was demonically possessed, the seven sons of Siva comes to this guy, and they said, in in the name of Paul and in the name of Jesus, come out of him. And you know what the... The, the demon possessed guy come on we're buddies we know we were just hanging out last night we're friends no I'm, this is just my interpretation of it basically these guys were these guys did not look like jesus do you do you know what i mean if you are christ like the name of jesus has power But if your life does not change as a believer, Amen? Amen? Can you look at your neighbor? Look at your neighbor. Who who do they look like? (laughs) (laughs) The horns are still very sharp, some believers. No change. No change. But I'm telling you, If your life is changed through an intimate relationship with the Lord through your prayer life and your worship life, you meditate on the Word of God and you obey the Word of God. I'm telling you, sometimes you don't even have to say anything. Demons know. The fire of God burns in you. They see it. I have a testimony. Back in, uh, when I was a new pastor back in 1996, 97, I think. I was with uh, around 10 or 12 uh, business people. We were in a van up in the mountains in, in the Philippines. It's called Bataan. We were looking at a property that we were going to buy. And uh, it was up in the boonies. And uh, there was just one house over there. And we wanted to pee so bad. So let's ask if we can go inside the house and pee. So they let everybody... I was last in line on the way inside the house and all of a sudden they closed the door. What? I'm not allowed to pee? And they opened it. A young man, a teenager, opened the door and said, Pastor, have mercy. Please do not come inside our house. My father is a witch doctor. When you come closer, he is enveloped in pain He falls on the ground, he might die. Please don't come in tomorrow. All right. I'll just be in the bushes. You see that? You don't have even have to say anything. Demons know, demons know if you belong to the Lord. Amen. If your life is surrendered to God. Hallelujah. Sometimes me and Pastor Rachel were just at the SM uh, supermarket, you know, buying, buying groceries. People will just sometimes approach us. I don't know you, but I have so many problems. I don't know why I'm coming to you. Can you please pray for me? The anointing of the Holy Spirit draws people you don't have, even have to say anything. And this is for everyone. Amen. If you are a believer, this is for us. God wants to use us. Amen. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new, to, with new tongues. Desire the gift of tongues. It's a prayer language. In 1 Corinthians 14, it says, you you when you speak in tongues you pray mysteries you speak mysteries unto God so the holy spirit in you through in you through you for you prays for you it bypasses your logic our logic sometimes uh, becomes a hindrance in our prayers amen but when you pray in tongues it's a pra- perfect prayer that's another topic we'll talk about that some other time They will take up serpents and they will drink anything deadly. It will by no means hurt them. Another testimony. This uh, was shared to me by. uh, I belong to the Philippine Council of Evangelical Churches. Uh, We have a council of bishops. Our national director was sharing this to me, Bishop Noel Pantoja. He says, This guy, this, this, this Muslim, got saved. And you know what? In the Quran, if you, a member of your family changes religion it's your obligation to kill them it's written in the Quran so after a year he, one, one time he was praying he heard a voice in his prayer time the voice told him go tell your father you're a Christian I rebuke you in Jesus name and the, and the Holy Spirit it's the Lord, don't rebuke me right, Lord (laughs) he goes to his father he tells his father that I've been a Christian for a whole year now you know what his dad said I know I've been poisoning you for a whole year you're still alive that's a testimony amen they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover you know all right, all right, all right, Pastor, we'll do what you're doing. But you guys, in apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, you have a bigger Holy Spirit than we do. We're just members of the church. We only have a very small Holy Spirit. It's the same Spirit. Hello? The same Spirit in the pastors, in the fivefold ministry, is the same Holy Spirit. In you, amen. You just need to stir up the spirit in you when you pray, when you worship, you read the word of God, you apply the word of God, the anointing is stirred up in you. Hallelujah, amen. Number two, Matthew 28 19. Could you say this? Go, therefore. Can you say it again? Go, therefore. The word go is a command. The Lord is not asking us for a favor. Hello. Hello. Some people think, Oh, my children. Can you please, please go? If only if you feel like it. I don't want to offend you. But if you want to go and share the gospel, please. Sh- Does it say that? Go is a command. The word he is the commander of the Lord's army, and we are God's army. You belong to God's army on the day that you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the third person of the Trinity dwells inside of you inside of all of us we now belong to jesus christ he's purchased us from the lord of sin and death amen we are parts of god's army now we are involved in a spiritual war against the kingdom of darkness the lord is our commander joshua 5 verse 14 this is a wonderful uh Story in the, New, in the Old Testament where the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ shows himself to Joshua. He says, Neither he replied, I have now come as the commander of the Lord's army. Then Joshua fell face down in reverence and asked him, What does my Lord have to say to his servant? This is the kind of attitude that we should all have as part of the Lord's army. Amen. There's a world out there that needs the Lord and He will use us. Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Stop looking at me. Tell your neighbor. Are you ready to be used in God's army? Because you have certain, you have certain spheres of influence. That you are the only ones that will be able to be used by God in your families, workplaces, communities, relationships. God wants to use you. Amen. We are involved in a spiritual war. Ephesians 6.12 We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Against powers. Against the rulers of the darkness of this age. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. We must advance the kingdom of God. Matthew 11, verse 12, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. We need to be violent against the kingdom of darkness. You know why? Because the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy Before He is able to approach anything about your life, ministry, anything about you, He wants to just destroy it. But before He does it, it's our job to stop Him through intercession. Amen. We need to be violent against the kingdom of darkness. Don't be nice. You can't be nice. You have to be violent You are in God's army. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, give you a a good uh, example. Intercession. For example, you want to share the gospel? You want to share the gospel. all right. So, you intercede. Intercede, uh, you know, pray for these people against, you know, anything that holds them. Anything that hinders them, their lives or whatever they're involved in, you pray for that person. So it softens, it softens the, the the you know the position of the enemy in their lives. It's like a it's like a war. Your prayers are like missiles. You soften the position of the enemy. And enemy. And when it's soft, as the army of God, now you come in and share the gospel and make disciples. Amen, amen. So. So, uh, Pastor Chris, let's just, uh, 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 an illustration here. So, over here, these are believers. This is the kingdom of God. This is the church. Amen. Church of Jesus Christ, shout Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Over here are all unbelievers. The kingdom of darkness. You're all in sin. Now, spot someone you want to share the gospel to. Look. Let's look. Oh, that guy in green. He looks like a real sinner. There. Start interceding for him. Start interceding. Yeah. I can't see green. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. That guy,
1: that guy. Start interceding for him now. So, bind the works of bind the works of the evil one in his life. Amen. And then and then uh, after interceding, you come to him. You share the gospel. Uh, would you please? Uh, it's it's just an illustration, okay. <laughs> All right, now here, uh, okay. So, ask so you're, you're, yeah, you've interceded already. Now, you share the gospel. Let him receive the Lord Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Amen. Repent of your sins. <laughs> receive the Lord. You're now born again. Hallelujah! Now bring him into the kingdom of God. Now, yeah, come on, no, yeah so the, so the, there so there are less unbelievers now and you've added into the kingdom of god amen amen thank you thank you thank you no 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 go ahead no go ahead go go ahead thank you go, go. don't backslide you just got saved but <laughs> you didn't disciple him well <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> That's just an illustration of uh, a spiritual war that we're involved in. The the physical war, you have to kill your enemies. But in, in the spiritual war, what do you do? You capture your enemies and then you brainwash them with the renewing of their mind by the Word of God. Disciple them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And they become part of God's army. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Disciples are made. There's no such thing as an automatic disciple. Some, some churches, some Christians think like when they are in the church, that's already it. No way. Disciples are made. We need to go through a discipleship process so we can make disciples. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 4, 11, 12, it was He who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. This is the work of church leadership is to raise you up in your calling. Amen. We have all... We, how can you? How can you make disciples if you're not discipled? Amen. You have to be discipled and trained. Amen Training Ephesians 4.12 For the equipping of the saints For the work of the ministry For the edification of the body of Christ Hallelujah Amen Let's now go to number 4 I think this is very important Matthew 28 verse 19 Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit Many believers today It's wonderful you're having a water baptism It's very important Many believers today have received the Lord Jesus Christ and are baptized with water but are not baptized by the fire of the Holy Spirit. Conservative believers think they're the same. It's not. Every believer must not only be baptized in water. It's important. It's a a declaration, a proclamation of your faith that you have a new life in Christ but you must be baptized by the Holy Spirit's fire. Can you say fire? Acts, it's this wonderful story. Acts 19 verse 1 to 6. And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth and Paul having passed through the upper regions came to Ephesus and finding some disciples he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed?" So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether this a holy spirit and Paul huh and he said to them into what then were you baptized so they said into John's baptism and Paul and oh, Paul said oh you're baptist yes okay <laughs> then Paul, then Paul said John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him, who would come after him, and this is on Christ. And when he heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and Paul had laid hands on them. The Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So this is one of the not all the time but this is one of the manifestations of the baptism of the Holy Spirit amen uh, later after uh, my, my preaching I want to do an altar call I want to lay hands on those who want to be laid hands on for the baptism of the Holy Spirit amen uh, and and uh, by the way I just want to remind you it doesn't say how only once it, there's no, no nothing here that says you can only be baptized in the Holy Spirit so to be soaked in the presence of God is wonderful that's why I love your upper room meetings. Come to these meetings. My goodness, it's so. We had a wonderful time here last uh, Thursday night. You're having another one next Thursday. Hallelujah! Come, come, you encounter and be soaked in the Holy Spirit. But uh, this is uh, John's baptism of repentance, and John's baptism is a baptism of repentance, declaration of uh, of our faith, and Jesus Christ will baptize with the fire of the Holy Spirit. And here, this is John himself, the Baptist, saying Matthew 3.11 I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance but he who is coming, our Lord Jesus Christ, after me is mightier than I and whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you With the Holy Spirit fire. So the question is I want to throw it back to you. Is the baptism in water through repentance the same as the baptism in the Holy Spirit fire? Is it the same? Is it the same? No. It's right there in Scripture. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Number five, Matthew 28, verse 28 and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. We must obey the greatest commandment the first before the first and the greatest commandment before anything else. What is it? Matthew 22 verse 37 to 40. Before I go there, the most important thing that we will ever do is to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. And once you have received him, The most important thing that you will ever do is Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself on these two commandments hang on all this, the law of the prophets. I just want to focus on the first and the greatest commandment. What is the expression of the first and greatest commandment to follow. Are you in love with Jesus? There's only one person here in love with Jesus. Are you in love with Jesus? Amen. But, you know, this is not a feeling. Being in love with Jesus is not a feeling. It's something that we do. Amen. He is the bridegroom and we are the bride. There is an action that needs to take place. Your prayer life is the expression of love. Your worship life, your meditation of the Word of God and the application of the Word of God is the expression of your adoration of your love for God. Amen. Amen. And if you say you love God and you don't pray, I'm sorry to say you're a liar. Hello? But there's time to repent. Hallelujah. You know, aren't you afraid you won't be able to preach here anymore? You're offending us, Bishop. I preach to thousands of churches all over the world. I need to encourage you. This is, we are, we, we are called to an intimate relationship with the Lord. Amen. There are so many believers today. They only experience God every Sunday. Only on Sunday. It's wonderful. Oh, it's Sunday. I'm going to experience the, uh, the presence of God because it's Sunday. Let's worship the Lord at FGA. Hallelujah. Let's jump up and down. Let's cry before God. Hallelujah. Because it's Sunday. What happens on Monday? Hello? No, I'll do it again next Sunday. But love is every day. Hello? Hello? Love is every day. It's not once a week. Who here is married? It's real, Okay. If you this is a wonderful, and now that's why we are the bride and he is the bridegroom. Amen. Can you imagine doing this to your to your wife or your spouse or husband? Hey baby. It's Sunday. Oh, I have this awesome, wonderful feeling for you only on Sunday, I want to hug you I want to kiss you, I want to love you, on Sunday baby (laughs) it's Sunday this is my love day for you, it's Sunday and Monday comes (laughs) here's your spouse approach don't come any closer, it's only Monday, wait till next Sunday What's going to happen to that relationship? It's not going to work because love is every day. Amen. Amen. We have a lot of time for Netflix. I love watching Netflix. There's a lot of good, uh, you know, stuff on Netflix. You just need to choose, but. I make sure that I've spent time with the Lord before anything else. Hello. This is where the fire of God. That's why the Holy Spirit was put inside of us. We must come to a place of knowing that He is our treasure and reward. Apart from Him, nothing really matters. He is the very air that we breathe. Apart from Him, life has no meaning. I don't care how much money you have. You can't bring that to heaven. Amen. The gold, your money is only concrete or asphalt in heaven. Gold is just step on it on heaven. Okay. It doesn't. I don't care, I don't care what your title is. I don't care how, how much money you got in the back. It doesn't really matter. Amen. Hallelujah. But we need we need to survive. But here on the earth, and you know, enjoy the blessings of God. I'm not talking about. Not enjoying the place. I'm talking about prioritizing God in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. The expression of intimacy is our prayer life, worship life, the meditation, and the application of the Word of God. If you love me, you will obey my commands. There are so many believers here that know so many on the earth today that they have memorized many versions of the bible but they never you never see the life of christ manifested in their lives it's not about how much bible you know it's about you living out the bible amen amen discipleship is teaching by example as a leader impart the lifestyle of christ likeness to a transformed life by the grace of god it's hard to change apart from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I I used to be I used to be before I became a charismatic, I was with the brethren that's even more conservative than the super conservative Baptists. But it was hard for me to change, but when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, that's when I experienced the change to happen. He will help us change. Amen. Why? Because 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, In connection to discipleship, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. This is Paul. Amen. So if you are not changing, your disciple will imitate you. Amen. So you will produce after your own kind. Paul says, follow my examples as I follow the example of Christ. You make disciples. You show them the change that has happened to you through your prayer life and worship. Come, follow my example. Let us both follow the example of Jesus Christ. Amen? Because He's changing me. Let's all change together. It doesn't stop with you. You need to point them to Jesus. Amen? Amen. And I want to close with this. Matthew 28 verse 20 20 BC And surely I am with you always To the very end of the age We are now living in the last of the last days In the season of the return of the Lord I don't know how many, many more years But times are changing You can see the, the, the world events And what's happening the past few years Amen We must live as if He is returning Tomorrow or today That's why we need to be preaching the gospel. Amen. With power under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So the world will see that the God we serve is alive. Amen. Amen. That's what makes us different from all the other religions. Amen. The power of God must manifest in our lives. And Jesus will be glorified, not ourselves. Amen. Amen. In Hebrews 13, verse 5b, says, He himself, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. He is coming to return for his bride. He's returning for us. Hallelujah. I want to close with 2 Corinthians 5, verse 5. Now, the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God. What? The purpose of evangelizing and making disciples was given us the spirit as a deposit we have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us guaranteeing what is to come when he returns during the rapture and let's not talk about whether it's pre-trip or post-trip there's a rapture amen, amen? the guarantee in you will be deposited that has been deposited in us will be withdrawn with your bodies and transform us into glorified bodies amen in Matthew 24 and 14 and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world in Melbourne I said in Melbourne God will use FGA amen God will be using you and all the churches that are here will be using us in the Philippines and all over the world all of us amen so we have a purpose we have a calling. You have an assignment. But we cannot do it apart from the Holy Spirit. Amen? Worship team. Worship team. Can I call the worship team? Oh, there. Okay. I thought they were raptured, but they were. They were <laughs> Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit come. Let's all stand up. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. For those who want to be laid hands on, I want to lay hands on you. Let's do an altar call.